Okay guys, this is Cadillac Confessions part three. Part two? No, we've done two. Okay, this is part two. Where are we gonna go today? Where do you guys wanna go? Where should we pick up? We can do the Sunset Strip. We did that before, but we can we can go oh. through Beverly Hills Rodale Drive right now. Rodeo. We're gonna show you guys Rodale Drive. I don't think we did that before, do we? Okay. Yeah, it'll be a lot of stuff Here we go, guys. We've got how many questions today? Probably ten good ones. Ten good questions. Ten good ones. Yeah, there were some not as great. Ones. How many bad ones were there? No, I edited out the not as interesting okay. ones. Okay. Not as interesting ones. All right, question number one. Leia asks, in sales, how do you walk the line between honesty and doing what you can to make the sale? If I say to someone, it's the last one left, but there's actually one more, is that really bad? Mm. Okay, so Leia's her name? Yeah. Leia's asking, how do you in inspire urgency without lying in business so that you're being an integrity. And I think you never want to lie about how many products you have left or lie about only having a certain amount of spots. You know, with my webinars, when, when I am selling something, urgency always sells. Having something, having a lack of something, having scarcity, urgency always sells better than just we have a thousand of these, buy it whenever you want. So you want to create some type of urgency. And what I like to do is incentivize people who take action within a certain time frame. So if you buy in 24 hours, we're going to give you a specific bonus. If you buy within the first 15 minutes, we'll give you more bonuses. So I create inspired action instead of, hey guys, there's only a hundred spots left. When if it's a digital product or a digital course, you know, you can have unlimited. So you're kind of lying about that. It's out of integrity. So make sure you're in integrity with what you're selling and create that inspired action as opposed to false scarcity. Okay, Billy says, for some zany reason, the hardest thing for me to understand or get is self-awareness. Hmm. Taking advice from Gary Vaynerchuk and yourself that can't seem to break through to understand or become self-aware. What is your take on self-awareness and the first step you would take to become better self-aware? I think being self-aware is realizing who you are, what your strengths are, what your maybe weaknesses are in moments, and just taking a moment to say, how am I showing up in the world? Am I getting certain results that I like in my personal relationships, in my business relationships, in my family relationships? Am I aware of the things that I am speaking into the world? So am I blabbering random things? Am I swearing all the time? Am I speaking negativity into the world? Am I speaking from a place of scarcity? Or am I a positive person? Am I thoughtful in what I'm eating? Am I eating junk food all the time? Or am I intentional with what I'm eating? Am I intentional with how I create my surrounding, my environment, my space? Am I intentional with the people I surround myself, the conversations we're having? So I think that's part of being self-aware is just, first off, recognizing how do I show up in the world? What are the actions I take? Who am I? Everything. And first recognize where you're at in that space. So that's the first step of being self-aware is literally being aware of who you are and how you show up in the world. The second thing, put the AC on, the second thing is then seeing where you wanna go. So seeing what your vision is and realizing am I on track to achieving what I want or is 
my lack of awareness holding me back from achieving this vision? And do I feel the things I want to feel every single day? Or am I constantly in breakdown? Am I constantly suffering? Am I constantly experiencing pain or frustration or anger or resentment? If that's the case, then it's time to be more aware of all the actions you take, of all the thoughts you have, and of your surroundings. Ben asks, best advice to get back into your healthy habits and lifestyle after falling into a rut? Ben is asking, how do you get back into a healthy lifestyle with good habits and routines after you get in some type of rut or some type of breakdown? So Ben, what I would say is start very small with small actions you can take within the first hour of your day. Number one, have a clean space every single time uh, after you wake up. So make your bed. It's very important for me to make my bed every morning because it gets me clear and decluttered for the rest of the day. Number two, do something every single day where you move your body. A lot of times when I get in a rut, I don't feel like working out. I don't feel like doing anything. I just wanna lay around and have sprinkles cupcakes, which we're about to drive by, and some ice cream, that's all I care about. So I understand that it's hard sometimes to get out of a rut and really inspire and motivate yourself to do this, but do something really small. I'm gonna do 10 minutes of power walking. I'm going to walk up hills. I'm going to do 100 sit-ups. I'm gonna do something small to get started. It doesn't have to be this two-hour experience of I need to lift and kill myself every day or do CrossFit. Start small and build upon that. I would also say to really surround yourself with people who inspire you, people who are developing great habits already, people who have the routines down, and just follow them. Just follow what they're doing, show up to the gym with them, show up to lunch with them, eat better, all those things will support you in getting out of a rut. Vladimir asks, if you do not feel passion for a new project, but it can be a huge success, should you move forward? Vladimir, should you move forward on a project that you're not passionate about, but you know it'll be successful. You gotta, you gotta do whatever makes sense for you. If you're asking me personally, I've tried to do things in the past that I knew would make a lot of money and I knew would be very successful and could give me more credibility and all these things. And for whatever reason, every time I chase the success of the idea or the product or the business, and instead of focusing on a vision first, Within the first couple of years, I get exhausted, I get burnt out, I get bored, I get, um, a challenge comes up and I'm not interested, it's not part of my vision, so I don't focus on doing whatever it takes to achieve it. So in my opinion, I don't think it's wrong. You can chase the success, but I would just figure out a way to have it in alignment with your vision. Otherwise, it may not be fulfilling. You may be successful, you may make money, but it may not be fulfilling at the end of the day. So you just gotta figure out what you want. Tom asks, how do you continue Mm. I think you got to start first off and figure out how you can have positive energy throughout the day because it's hard to build something meaningful and fulfilling and successful from a place of suffering. It's hard to, you know, a lot of people suffer and create great work, great art, great music, all these other things, but the expense of them continuing to suffer. So on the external, you may create something meaningful to someone else, but if you're still suffering and you're still depressed, then I think um, it's never gonna be enough. The thing you create, the thing you build is never going to be good enough for you. So focus on 
what does joy look like for you first? What does being happy look like for you? What does a fulfilled life look like for you? What will make you satisfied throughout the day with your, with your vision? And I think a lot of depression comes from not having a clear vision or it comes from losing your vision or it comes from losing something, an identity, a crisis, a family member, something like that. People turn into this depressed state and obviously I'm not a psychiatrist and there's clinical depression and other things, but I know for me, when I was in a depressed state after getting injured and losing my identity and not having a clue what my vision was, it was a challenge for me because I didn't know where I was going. So I, I believe we need to figure out where we're going and why. And that can be for a three month window, it can be for a year, it doesn't have to be for your lifetime, but just where are you going next? And how are you growing next? We are also in a depressed state when we are stagnant in our learning and our growth. So it's really important to develop a strategic game plan on what you're going to learn on a daily basis, how you're going to grow. That's surrounding yourself with inspiring people who can teach you something, that's reading books, listening to podcasts, watching inspiring videos or educational videos taking on a new skill that you're gonna be challenged by and you're gonna see growth from and you're gonna improve by. Some of the people that are happiest are the ones that are learning the most, the ones that are growing the most, the ones that are developing new skills, developing themselves as a human being. So figure out a way to develop yourself as a human being to be more valuable to other people. And also depression and kind of that suffering thinking comes from we're only thinking about ourselves. We're thinking about what we're not getting, what what someone did to us that hurt us, what, what we're lacking, we're comparing ourselves to other people. So get out of your head, get out of yourself. Stop fixating only on what you aren't getting or what you don't have and start thinking about how can I serve the people around me more. Kendall asks, what's your process for adding value and serving your team and the people around you? How do you see needs? Do you look for opportunities to over deliver? Kendall's asking, how do you find, how do you deliver value to your team? Is that correct? Yeah, okay. And serve them and over-deliver. And serve them and over-deliver. Okay, Christine wants me to share this one the most. Okay, so Kendall, I think it's a learning process, you know. Uh, no one taught me how to start a company and how to um, make sure my team, build a team, hire a team fire a team, manage a team, and you know, and all those things. No one taught me that. I, I try to set up, me personally, what, I, what we do is every single Monday we have a team call for about 40 minutes. And for me, that keeps me connected to my team because half my team is local, half my team is virtual. So it keeps us connected as a team, and we do it over video. I think we used to do it over audio. We didn't used to do it at all. We would just kind of do email check-ins, then we did it over audio. Now we do it over video, and wouldn't you agree that it's like, you know, drastically connected us all. It. Christine loves it. it. It keeps us all connected. It keeps us all on a, on, a, on a vision. And what we do is we really go over what we're grateful for. We talk about different challenges we're facing. I like to keep everyone connected to the vision of what we're doing and why we're doing it. So every Monday, Christine shares some of the testimonials that come in from, from podcast listeners or people who read the book or people who've gone for our courses and share the transformation. And for me, that's why I continue to wake up and, and work so hard is to be able to connect with people and share information uh, and education on how to 
improve our lives. You know, I do it for myself, for my team, and for uh, anyone who wants to listen. And so for me, it's constant reminder of why we're doing it, why we're doing these things. And then I'm just looking for ways to listen to my team. You know, I'm not, I'm not perfect, I make mistakes, but I'm constantly trying to figure out better systems for my team. You know, last year we implemented a, a certain amount of um, money we give to each team member for personal development, personal growth. If they wanted to do a training workshop, they could use the money for that. If they wanted to hire a coach, whatever they wanted, they could use this money for that throughout the year. And I thought that was, you know, helpful for some people. So I'm just always looking to, to listen. I, I, I put myself out there and say, hey, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me or to Matt, who's our director of operations, to make sure that your, your needs are being heard, your requests are being met, and we're doing the best we can to, to support you guys. So that's what I'm doing, and I'm always looking for ways to improve it. Anything else that we're doing? I endorse that message. Christine um, endorses yeah. it. Anything else we do that you feel bringing you value and uh, over delivering yeah you always ask us first and foremost like how we're doing in our personal lives and like what's up and you it's never business first with you mm. so it's like i'm in breakdown we handle that first which i really appreciate there you go all right okay niha says niha from india uh-huh. i've met so niha in delhi she oh. was she 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 and another guy kind of like escorted me around in Delhi when I was there. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, check out the vlog. Yeah. All right. How do you deal with someone in your close circle when they are completely unsupportive of your vision? Yeah, I think um, this is an interesting one because I've lost a lot of friends over the years in terms of when I just didn't feel like people were supporting my vision or were trying to take me down or were just always never said anything positive about what I was doing or I felt like there was a sense of jealousy or... They didn't get me. I've had to just kind of distance myself from people. I never fully cut them out of my life, but I just distance myself. And I start surrounding, putting my time and energy into people that are constantly smarter than me, that are leveling up, that are supportive, that believe in the vision. And by doing that, I just have less time for the people who have negative space in my life. Now, it doesn't mean I fully remove them, but again, I'm just, I choose to spend more time with positive people who are gonna support my mission and support me. Even though for the last eight years, really my family still has no clue <laughs> what I do. And people say like, what does Lewis do? So you really don't know how to answer it, but they've been so supportive over every moment of the last seven or eight years. And they, they know as long as I'm happy and um, you know taking care of myself and healthy and I'm, they see me impacting other people's lives, that's all that matters to them. They're like, as long as you're in service and whatever you're doing and you're doing what you love cool so for me i've been blessed my family's been amazing they've supported me but if it's my friends or something from the past you know i've had to kind of like cut some of them out and lose some friends and some have come back years later and said wow i'm sorry that i was that way and i'm sorry i was kind of a jerk and you know i want to hang out again and, and that's cool too but people come and go and you got to be committed to protecting your energy, protecting your vision, and not allowing someone else to dim your light. So don't ever let anyone hold you back from your greatness. Don't ever let anyone hold you back and tell you uh, and give you negative energy. It's gonna suck the life out of you and you're gonna resent yourself and that person. 
So it's up to you, it's your responsibility to shift out of that energy or have a conversation with them and make a request or just stop spending as much time with those individuals. If they're not lifting you up, but they're pulling you down, start hanging out with new friends and give them your time and attention. We're gonna get a smoothie, take a quick break. Okay guys, we just went to Earth Bar, my favorite place to get a smoothie. We got something off the menu, shh. I can't tell you what it is, it's a secret, but this is the best smoothie in the world. If you wanna know, leave a comment below to ask me what the secret smoothie is. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Make sure to share with your friends. Leave a comment below. If you have a question for next Cadillac Confessions, let me know what your question is and share with your friends. We enjoy taking a ride with you. I hope you enjoyed riding with us. Christine, thanks for being in the car. Thank you for me. Tiffany, thanks for filming and make this amazing. See you guys in the next ride.